Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, Alice. Nothing from Hank. Nothing from America. Nothing from Portnoy. Nothing from Big Cat. It's almost like they're not going to hire you. Running out of people. <laughs> it's weird. It's very strange. Can't imagine. I'd hire you. I mean, Thank I kind of did in a way, I guess. Thank you. Well, I'm very comfortable where I am with my friends in Hartford, as a matter of fact, Alice. Mm-hmm. Probably be a few changes, though. Probably be a few changes. Um, all right. You know, I haven't got keyed up the Tucker Carlson stuff, but his first um, Twitter show launched today, and it came to my phone, so I don't know if I have it. Is it in our box? I don't know. It's on Twitter and it's on YouTube for the okay, moment. I would tend to assume that it's not going to be on YouTube for a very long time. Why would you assume that? Because uh, it's like edgy and I feel like he's testing the waters oh. a bit. And like YouTube, as we know, frowns on that. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, But I, I, I do feel... I felt a vibe from... The particular direction he went and it's really so this is the tucker the new show and he, he released what is called episode one on twitter and on youtube it's really like just the monologue part of a tucker carlson show and i my feeling is from the direction that he went with it i feel like he is like boundary testing a little bit yeah um, he's checking what he's allowed to say on here. Um, but my like biggest takeaway was that he's well, so... Well, hold on. Let's okay. listen to it first and then let's do some takeaways. I mean, it's 10 minutes long. Are you going to... No, I'm going to start up? with Lindsey Graham, wherever that is. Okay. Uh, uh, great. I would adjust that thing right there. Check one, two. Okay. Um, 
that um okay tucker carlson where is he tucker tollerton okay i don't actually need tucker tollerton <laughs> okay i would look for tucker carlson it's he's called he's on twitter also youtube um, we're getting asked in the chat if you have to be a paid subscriber to watch the show. As of right now, no. I would assume that his business model will at some point include some paywalled content. But for now, I mean, at least this 10-minute thing that he put out is just for free. And I don't believe he's even asking for subscribers on Twitter for any kind of money at the moment. Um, Your average yak herder in Tajikistan knows who blew up the Nord Stream. Hold on. Is that before we or after have that? To see this I think the Lindsey Graham it. stuff was before that. See? All good people, when they meet in person, all the people in the world, our shifty, dead-eyed Ukrainian friend in the tracksuit, is uniquely I think it's right around here. I would just go here. Okay. He's literally a living saint, a man in whom there is no sin. That's why Lindsey Graham is so attracted to him. They're just too good people. <laughs> There's the testing Hanging the together and being good. He goes for that, I like. And like all good people, when they meet in person, they spend a lot of time talking about killing people and laughing like friends do. Here's the pair last week. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. Thank you so much. No, it's... The Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent, Graham says. A smile spreads across his thin, quivering lips as he forms the words. <laughs> Whoa. It's a starving man contemplating a breakfast buffet. The aroma of death has aroused Lindsey Graham. Thanks so much, replies Zelensky. He feels the same way. See, there's nothing dark here. Just two middle-aged guys celebrating the killing of a population. They don't seem like the kind of people who'd enjoy flooding villages or starting a famine. And in any case, who cares if they are? It's really not your business. Your job is to support Ukraine. Watch Nikki Haley, a Republican. Okay, that's good right there, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's very interesting. Obviously, he's skating around some uh, uh, LGBTQIA plus um, references first, about, right, yeah, about, about Lindsey Graham. No, some, nobody course, must have Lindsay, told him it's Pride Month, I uh, guess. Although the thing is that nobody's going to the LGBTQ is not going to protect Lindsay. So, oh, of course not. It's like how Clarence Thomas is black, or right, you know, Tim Scott is black. It doesn't count for them the same way. So it's interesting because you hear um, that Tucker is one of these guys who's got a who's who likes like naughty jokes in person. Yeah, and so it seems like he's employing some of this stuff a little bit, you know. To and and why not? I I'm... well, I actually kind of really like it because I do feel like being a cable news anchor TM was a little bit stifling to Tucker being kind of the funny, like <clears throat> joking guy that we know he is. Like we know he is from those videos. So I'm encouraged by it because I feel like maybe it's a hint that he's going to be a little more fun on here, like more like he was in the leaked videos, more like we hear about he is, but how he is behind the scenes from right. people who are complaining about how it was a hostile work environment, things like that. So, you know, if that's more of the Tucker that we're going to get is more of like funny monologue Tucker, but just unleashed, then I like that. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting, and, and obviously he's this is, I don't know what size so, team he has or anything like that, but it's obviously he's writing his own stuff. He's writing his own stuff. Um, 
I know that that producer that was also fired, Justin B. Wells, I believe, is also still involved. We also know that um, Fox came in and stripped the studio of everything down mm-hmm. to bare walls, which you can kind of tell. Um, definitely the production values are down. There's no like big Chiron when he plays a video he's saying like check out this video and then the video plays Mm -hmm. it's not like you know embedded in all the show graphics and all that stuff like it was at Fox there's no which I think is is, there's no things popping up on the screen that are like Lindsey Graham says blah 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 or whatever you know like it's there's none of that type of stuff on there well I think that that's by design, I think it's supposed to be a stark difference between TV and this. I think that these the scaled down version is just fine. It's clean. It's simple. I think this is a good idea. Rather than it be have, you know, try to emulate a TV studio. Why? I mean, he's obviously got professional lighting on him there, and and it's just fine. Oh, also, you know what the the um, the um, Let's go out. Not appearance. Well, I'll say appearance because I can't think of think of it now. But the the Fox News graphic set imaging sucked. Yeah, and they got rid of some true. purple, thank God. But still, it still sucked. MSNBC yeah, so they did all, do so at the better. end. He didn't have an intro, but he did have an outro that was a little more like graphics and stuff moving around and words and on the screen and stuff and that was like a little bit more polished and stuff um that you could see and and that that was and i thought it was interesting they put that at the end as well um but it's kind of a new format and i don't think that you have to be tied to the conventions of cable news to do twitter video if that's what you're doing i think and i think that probably if you worked with or was talking to elon at all he's Elon wants us all to do it, so (laughs) and we're tired of it. As of today, we've come to Twitter, which we hope will be the shortwave radio under the blankets. We're told there are no gatekeepers here. If that turns out to be false, we'll leave. But in the meantime, we are grateful to be here. We'll be back with much more very soon. Does cut to Tucker fishing too? It's a little. uh, halted tucker on twitter but it's fine yeah it's fine i do also want to play the piece because this is with the part that raised my eyebrows a little so the overall theme of the thing was like americans are totally propagandized your government lies to you your media lies to you they have so much classified information nobody has good information that was like the shortwave radio reference was that he's saying that like essentially people in the soviet union were, were shocked when they met people from outside that um you know, that they thought they were all like living in poverty and desperate to come to the Eastern Bloc and they were not. Um, And so, you know, the only people that knew the truth had a shortwave radio hidden under the blanket so they could hear some of what was going on outside. Uh, And, and that like, that's what Twitter needs to be is it needs to bypass all these gatekeepers and the media and the government. So, but then he kind of went on a tear. So we talked about this whole Ukraine thing. That was his whole like setup of Zelensky and Ukraine and Putin and the dam blowing up, Mm -hmm. which is going to cause the grain prices to rise and flood this whole region and all this stuff. So, you know, he talked about that stuff to set up this point about how Americans are so propagandized and, you know, only hearing what the regime wants them to hear. And then he, like, went on a tear. And this is why I say this is, like, boundary pushing, because he mentioned 
alien, the government hiding aliens from us. He mentioned um, the. Where JF is that? Uh, towards the end, I want to say he mentioned the JFK assassination. How what happened on nine eleven is still classified. That was a new one on me from Tucker. I haven't heard him say that on cable news. Have you? Uh, no. No. So I mean, definitely like edging around various. Very, I mean, and so it's interesting to me because the liberals on Twitter have been saying he's kind of been winking at like the Alex Jones audience for a while. And like, I, I do think it'll be interesting to see how far he goes in that direction of being like the bleeding edge of the fringe, right? Um, he definitely hangs around in those circles online. You can tell by the references he makes and the stuff he talks about on his show that he's definitely looking at and being produced by people who are looking at a lot of these very right-wing places online. So if you're wondering why our country seems so dysfunctional, this is a big part of the reason. Maybe here, I don't know. Nobody knows what's yeah, happening. Try here. A small group of people control access to all relevant information, and the rest of us don't know. We're allowed to yap all oh, about be. racism, but go ahead and talk about something that really matters, and see what happens. If you keep it up, they'll make you be quiet. Trust us. That's how they maintain control. When Western tourists first started traveling in um, large numbers to the Soviet this? Union in I the early 1970s, right this. they All found right. that many Russians had a completely warped understanding of the United sure. States. Pop Interested right in any of this, they are actively hostile to Go anybody before. who is. It's like this, we're known as tautologies. Something is true because it is. The more you repeat it, the truer it becomes. It's a self-reinforcing like reality. There was a time when tautologies were considered illegitimate right arguments, not to mention mm -hmm. hilariously stupid. Only dumb people talk like that. Now everybody in power talks like that. Diversity is our strength. Trans women are women. Zelensky is Churchill. It's all self-evidently true. Doesn't need an explanation and don't ask questions. Sound familiar? Of course it does. That's the pap they're serving us day after day in steaming lumpy portions. By this point, it's possible that American <laughs> so citizens funny. are the least informed people in the world. Your average yak herder in Tajikistan knows who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. It's obvious. Does he think some skinny dude in a dress is actually a girl? <laughs> Come on. That idea would never occur to him. You've got to be lied to at full volume over a period of years in order to reach conclusions like that. And of course, we have been. The media lie. They do. But mostly they just ignore the stories that matter. What's happened to the hundreds of billions of U.S. dollars we sent right to here. Ukraine? No clue. Who organized those BLM riots three years ago? No one's gotten to the bottom of that. What exactly happened on 9-11? Well, it's still classified. How did Jeffrey Epstein make all that money? How did he die? How about JFK? And so endlessly on. Not only are the media not interested in any of this, they are actively hostile to anybody who is. In journalism, curiosity is the gravest crime. Yesterday, for example, a former Air Force officer who worked for years so then in military he goes into intelligence this whole alien came thing forward as a whistleblower with, the, right. with all the UFO stuff. Um, so him, for him to say, who, who knows what really happened in 9-11, that's a vague enough thing to say. That's kind yeah, of a Tucker it's not, trick. Yeah, and he but does like, do that. But there are a bunch of things Which is why people say he'll like wink about stuff, you know? Right. But but you know, but there are like valid questions like, to I know a bunch but of weird stuff happened that day. I'm not talking about the buildings falling. I'm oh talking, yeah. 
Now, a weird stuff happened that day, mm-hmm. but it, we're, you're in an interesting place. And I think that it's not a coincidence, first of all, that RFK has been on Tucker's show before um, and was shortly before he was fired also. But it's an interesting thing. And I think RFK Jr. is at the crossroads of this as well when you have... Tucker Carlson, who's decried as like the most right wing of Fox News hosts, essentially being where Michael Moore is. Hmm. You know, and and that was that was the thing to do on the left when I was in high school was at the Lexington Flick in whatever that was, like 2002, Fahrenheit 9-11 was a packed house at the Lexington Flick in downtown Lexington, Massachusetts. Um, Full of liberals. You know, it wasn't the RTC bought tickets to the show. This was... That's where liberals have been, traditionally. Well, right, and this is where, like you said, RFK, Tucker, Glenn Greenwald, you know, who was... Glenn Greenwald was verboten, was considered an absolute enemy. A lot of these people have gotten together, and it does put them more in the same realm i'm getting flashbacks of all the spider-man thing <laughs> the, 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 the 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 main corporate headquarters of spider-man where those all different where they Spider-Man, have to do all the exposition a, including a dinosaur a spider-man mm-hmm. was in there and there's a thousand different spider-man where like they're now in the same corporate headquarters but not corporate i shouldn't even use that they're, they're in the same hive now as alex jones right different part of it Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think there's issues, obviously, still that Tucker Carlson and Michael Moore disagree on. But I I also don't think it's a coincidence that Michael Moore, for example, was one of very, very few people on the left prior to Trump being elected in 2016. That's why he also came out with Fahrenheit (laughs) 11.9, obviously. But he was also one of very, very few people on the left who was saying... This election is not going as it should be going for Hillary Clinton because he was running in those circles and hearing from those people who are those types of voters who like Donald Trump, who like RFK Jr., who like Michael Moore, who like Tucker Carlson. And I don't understand why political consultants are still so confused by this, but we're we're in the middle of a genuine political realignment where things like left wing and right wing are not necessarily the categories that you think they are anymore. Right. To go out here, to go out here and say that what RFK Jr. is doing is he's trying to appeal to the right wing just isn't true. He hasn't changed his positions like on vaccines uh, or anything else. Although, you know, by saying we need a border wall, he has gone a long way. But Bernie Sanders is an immigration hawk too, or was mm. prior to like the squad sort of roping him into their well, new pri- prior, progressive prior stuff. Prior to but, Trump putting kids in cages, and then he was- well, right, yeah. So, so it sort of became, you know, he he rallied around the team flag a little bit, you know, with Trump and everything. And he's he's ultimately Bernie Sanders is ultimately a team player. For the party, right? Like, at the end of the day. Maybe he didn't used to be a long time ago, but he's sort of shifted on guns. He's definitely shifted on the immigration. But the truth is, you cannot have the kinds of policies that Bernie Sanders wants to have here. You know, like Scandinavian social democracy. You cannot have that in a country where you have mass unrestricted immigration. Of course. You can't do it. It's not possible. So, I mean, that's the reason why he's 
traditionally been more of an immigration hawk than many people in the party. And, you know, I mean, he's anti-NAFTA, Bernie Sanders was. I mean, these used to be Democrat kind of working class union-y positions to have. This is why Trump appealed to a lot of those Midwest voters as well, because he's such a, a foreign trade hawk as well, like Bernie Sanders also, right? But like RFK Jr. didn't change on vaccines. The left and right switched opinions on vaccines during COVID. Right. I mean, that's like what happened. And and to some extent, some people are still trying to figure out where they are because they're trying to keep track. Um, uh, I was seeing Tommy New Hampshire saying he's changed on the Second Amendment. Also, I assume that that refers to uh, Bernie Sanders, like shifting. He used to be more pro Yeah, because of hunting in become, Vermont. Yeah, yeah, because Vermont is a constitutional carry state you don't need a license or anything um i think maine is the same way possibly talking to somebody um anyway so but like i don't understand why the political consultants are still so confused by this because it's been now going on since really since before 2016 but 2016 should have been a wake-up call to everybody that the old categories that you were thinking of don't apply anymore yeah, you're right about that, but I just don't. I don't know uh, uh, as far as the individual goes how an individual comes up with this particular set of beliefs. Like, I don't know, like what happens. Although I guess I could. I guess I just found out today from Steve Robinson, as a matter of fact, that RFK's voice is whacked out because of flu that. vaccines. That's yeah. what he says, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, that would be a good origin story, I guess, for that. But other than that, I just. It's 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 just weird. I'd always grown up in a very binary, uh, you know, uh, belief um, debate where what was generally the size of government, government responsibility, mm -hmm. it, that was the difference between the parties, right? By, by and large, and like tax rates. Sure, uh, the left was much more. Um, artsy creative the right was much more left was spiritually creative risque the right um, having traditional sex, family the, all the comedians all yeah. etc the, the the right exactly and so there there were battle lines pro-abortion anti-abortion battle lines you know right but now with these these people are all hybrids now with like rfk um trump vivek and mm -hmm. and tucker he was one of the first ones to start talking about you know, I, I'd spent my one of the easiest things to draw. I found it, it was always easy to get in debates when I was a younger guy in my twenties. I'd always want to get into debates, and rather than concentrating on trying to get laid, which is not in <laughs> retrospect what freak was I thinking? Um, but but you know, try to debate whole groups of people in rooms, you know, because I was the only Republican there, and and draw people into like why is it okay that the, that the that the CEO of Exxon makes two million dollars, and then you'd say because he's worth it. They feel, it, and then it would piss people off and be like, "Well, what do you mean? It's not fair." The guy, and like market-driven logic just seems so cold to them, and they don't right. get it, and they're angry. And of course, you know, the market-driven logic is what got these college kids to where they are, but they resent it because they're clueless college. Whatever. But that's kind of gone now. By the way, Tucker Carlson yeah. has a problem with CEOs making a lot of money. Oh yeah, and. And a lot of younger conservatives that I talk to don't care about issues like that. In fact, they're, 
you know, they find both political parties distasteful and they find them awful for being corporatist, for being too much for corporate interests and business and not enough for regular people, right? So I talk to younger people and they're like, I talk to some younger people who are like very into conservatives. I, I'll call on you when I'm ready. Okay. okay. But I'm trying to finish a thought. Okay. Talk to younger people, some of whom like listen to and watch more, way more conservative media than I do, like Daily Wire stuff, Matt Walsh, YouTube mm -hmm. shows, whatever. And almost without exception, they like never talk about tax rate stuff. Like they find the TPUSA, Charlie Kirk people, and like the Brad Palumbos and stuff who are like, oh, like big government sucks and like, you know. That they find that like stupid and corny and huh. and sort of like cringy. Like they find like Paul Ryan to be like cringy and lame. Well, I can see that. I you mean, know what? I, but that they find all those old school Republican talking points about like reining in the size of government and like let's do Medicare cuts and stuff. Like they find that to be like you know, nerdy Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney talk, and they want no part of it. And they're like, you know, I had a friend say to me, because she, like, talks to other young people, and she she said, like, you know, oh, but they always, like, beat me on these economic issues because, like, I don't know anything about those. And she watches, like, more Matt Walsh than anybody I know. But it's like, for her, those are not the primary issues. And, and we have a weird perception of it too because we're in new england and new england is like the weird part of the country where that type of republican who which is like a charlie baker or a Kristen noon those types of republicans still do really well right though these like economic republicans i'm a good business manager but like i don't really care about all these silly social issues whereas like a lot of regular kind of average Joe working people do care about these social issues. Not so much like because they care about gender surgery for minors in some abstract way, but because they can feel all these people looking down on them. Hmm. Right. And it goes back to the Bud Light thing. And like a whole bunch of people were like, this isn't going to matter. Nobody knows who Dylan Mulvaney is. I don't think any of them still do know who Dylan Mulvaney is. But it's impacted Bud Light because the vibe that Bud Light gave off, sort of inadvertently, because the CEO video is from way before the Dylan Mulvaney right. thing, but that like drew it out of the woodwork. The attitude that people sensed from Bud Light is, you stupid hicks, you're going to take our more sophisticated marketing and like it because your right. humor was dumb and bigoted and unsophisticated, right? And so when a brand says that to you, it's offensive to you. It doesn't matter who Dylan Mulvaney is or and, or what her views are on his views are on transitioning minors or whatever. Like, it's not like people care about that. But they care about it if they think you hate them, which the left does, you know, and they make it extremely obvious that they do all the time. It's like that Katie Barker in her piece about um, Casey DeSantis saying, you know, it looks like something she got out of a bargain bin at a Walmart for twenty four ninety nine. You know, it's it, when you say stuff like that, people listen to you, you know, and they say, hmm. That's what this person thinks of me who shops at Walmart in the bargain bin, you know, like that's so and and that kind of that kind of cultural issue, not so much like 
what's taught in the schools or whatever, because it's less what's actually taught in the schools that people care about than the shut up and let us decide what's taught in the schools. You're oh, totally. dumb. You don't deserve to know what's taught in the schools. We don't have to listen to you. We're teachers. We're smarter. We're better. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Totally, totally. You know, it's that. It's not even like what the teaching is necessarily. No, it's the it's the stepping on your head. It's right. Thing. It's like, just shut up, plebe. You don't know anything. And that's another reason it's the, why- These are our about, children kind of attitude. Right. When, you t- when you talk about how Trump in 2016 um, made those people who were in the Rust Belt, who he attracted them, one, because- he let everybody know, as Chappelle said, that he let everybody know that the, the politicians, the- uh, there was a fiefdom going on and they mm-hmm. weren't part of it. He also said, unapologetically, because they could see it anyway, he also would say, yeah, I'm a rich guy. Unapologetically. Mm-hmm. And that's so unlike a politician to ever do. You never saw Hillary Clinton say, yeah, I'm a rich woman. She would yeah. never have. You would never say that. Even though everybody knows it, everybody knows that you live a charmed life with, you mm-hmm. know, the mansion here and the initiative here, this and then, et cetera. But Trump said something you're not supposed to say, and it appeared just real to those folks. Um, let me know when we can transition to those teachers. We can transition schools. to teachers. So this is um, this is Channel Three Eyewitness News in Connecticut. Parents. Concerned over gender identity video shown to elementary school students in Granby. Parents in Granby are upset after youth students were shown video of kids discussing Pride Month and gender identity. Parents believe they should have been told their kids were going to see the video. Students who watched the video are in the 3rd, 4th, and 5th grade at Wells Road School. Parents are unhappy for a couple of reasons. They said they were never told the video was going to be shown to the kids. Some parents feel their child is too young to learn about this. Yada, yada. It's interesting, the video embedded in this story is way low. It's low in the mm-hmm. page. And it's just found out an interesting placement. As in, as in, Channel 3 didn't like to report this, but it's actually a pretty good report. Hmm. First up for you right now at 4.30, concerns about a video shown to young students at a school in Granby. This happened last week at the start of Pride Month when students were shown a video of kids discussing gender identity and what it means to be transgender. The topics caught parents off guard. Channel 3 Eyewitness News reporter Dylan Fearon is live right now in Granby after talking with some frustrated parents and the superintendent. Dylan, what'd you find out? 
Well, Mark, Aaron, the video was seen last week by third, fourth, and fifth graders at the Wells Road Intermediate School in Granby. We have the video today. We're going to show it to you in just a bit as parents are frustrated for a couple of days. I wonder if, because it's Pride Month, they put the video way low on the page so it wouldn't show up as in Twitter, mm -hmm. you know, as video. Like right. we were talking about earlier, it would grab at something else. Different mm -hmm. reasons. The first reason, parents tell me they were never told the video was going to be shown to their kids. Some feel their child is too young to learn about these topics and that it's on the parents to have these discussions, not the school. Here's part of the 40-second video shown to 8, 9, and 10-year-olds. This was at the start of Pride Month, and it shows kids describing what pride means to them. Pride means you should be able to be free. All my life, I never really felt like a boy, and I don't really feel like a girl, so I'd rather be both. The Simon is maybe so go for seven it. years old, by the way. So has a few examples, like the one you just saw, with preferred pronouns by the kids' names. After By the way, pride may means you're free. Really? Yeah. Is that what it means? Hmm. Then it means everything and nothing, if that's what it means. School that day, the kids went home and told their parents about the video. These are conversations that if anyone's going to have with their kids, it should be parents having with kids. Parents weren't alerted about the video being played, period. They weren't. So anyway, that's the, what, that's the Connecticut Channel 3 station. That's what they've got for the story. Now, the Daily Mail went a little further, hmm. and they found out that there's a little more going on. Boys aged eight are sent home with puberty kit, including panty liners and maxi pads by Connecticut Elementary School after being shown videos about gender identity. Hmm. So there's more to it. Parents are getting furious after they were shown a video discussing gender. Um, parents, you know, the third, fourth, and fifth graders. And then it says, it says one parent shared their child were given a puberty kit, also claimed her son had been sent home with panty liners and maxi pads. One of them is pulling their kids out. This is like a pretty devastating thing. But I had a woman call me today, a lesbian woman, who's on the left and mm -hmm. was for pretty much for most of the LGBT stuff going on. But even she admitted that, like, why is anybody handing my kid at all that has to do with that stuff? And she said, well, in a couple of years, your daughter may need some of those things. And it's like, okay, but... First of all, that's not it, your business. Right. My, and my <laughs> sons, you know, may need whatever in a couple of years it, it, hopefully not no i know but it's not if you're doesn't matter your job is this isn't the building that gives you the stuff that you may need in a couple of years no that's walmart but we can handle that or without you right. your stuff is the other stuff but it's not the other stuff because they want to do this stuff and don't yeah and we also had people very upset that because we had people were using the term groomer um and If you're, if you're a man asking a 7th grade or 5th grade or 4th grade or 3rd grade girl to t or boy to tell you about stuff that's sexualized. That's grooming. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. That it's, teacher, in the, the, like the if woman you, who called you actually said both, that maybe that person has some training that allows them. It's like, you know, no, 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 no training. Yeah. No, it's funny because both you and I have been in situations where we're like, 
involved in kids activities where we've had to take these courses on like how to identify sexual abuse and this stuff and like that's actually what they tell you to look for like look out for adults who are trying to have too close a relationship with kids who are trying to be closer to them with their than their parents who are trying to talk to them about sexual stuff talk to them about porn expose them to this stuff talk to them about what they like sexually trying to build trust in a way to talk about their sexuality and their sex like that's literally the behaviors that they tell you to watch for in adults talking to children because that's exactly what pedophiles do i mean like they have a playbook that they use that's established to develop these types of relationships with children and that's the steps that they take is are the same ones that's the reason why people bring that up anyway um speaking of like pride month etc did you know that elliot page has a book coming out i did not know this uh, elliot page is one of the biggest tragedies that's ever happened yeah terrible um he, she has a book coming out uh obviously this used to be ellen page the actress who was in juno um and it's so weird reading these articles about Ellen Page because they, like, talk about things that she did when she was Ellen Page. But they say, like, he and, you know, apparently he, she had an affair with um, Kate Mara. No! Yes. When she was seeing, when Kate Mara was seeing somebody else. Wait, is Kate Mara a lesbian? Uh, I guess bi. I don't know. Kate Mara is gorgeous. Oh, that yeah. hurts. So when it was, so I guess when it was Ellen Page, because uh, all the pictures of them together, she's still Ellen Page at that point. Oh. So, but and apparently her boyfriend was um, comfortable with her exploring her feelings for Ellen Page while they were dating. I like Kate Mara. She's nice and cold, so, and the whole family is very rich. Uh, so, uh, Page writes about this in her new book. So, in case you're. And Kate Mara's coming to some of the book tour events. She's read it and apparently is fine okay. with all of it. So I don't know. Crazy. But I find this interesting that the book is coming out because totally coincidentally, Elliot Page was also attacked in a transphobic attack this week. Oh, really? Appa according to Elliot Page, that is. Uh, actor Elliot Page has shared he was verbally attacked and threatened by a crazed transphobic man. Uh, Page 36 was standing on the corner in West Hollywood on his way to the Pink Dog convenience store when the enraged and hateful stranger approached him shouting obscenities. I'm going to effing gay bash you, you, uh, the F slur for gay people. Right. The man yelled, forcing the actor to bolt toward the store in fear. Employees at the Pink Dot escorted a terrified Page into the shop, but the man allegedly followed him and stood at the store's doorway. This is why I need a gun, the maniac reportedly yelled at Page through the glass door. What pa city? Uh, L.A., West Hollywood. Okay. Page, whose dead name was Ellen Page, revealed he was transgender in 2020. Now he says he no longer feels safe in L.A. Now when I'm in Los Angeles, I don't feel comfortable like I used to going for walks, the Canadian-born entertainer said. I'm going to guess that this person wasn't even transphobic and just assumed he was a skinny gay dude, because I don't think most people would recognize Elliot Page. Correct. Yeah. No, I mean, this person was probably... A crazy, insane, drugged yes. out homeless person? Yes. Probably, yes. The ordeal may have shaken the actor, but he acknowledged he has the privilege to stay in safer hotels and higher security if needed, unlike most people living in L.A. It doesn't mean it's not traumatic, but I have resources that in every instance, it's difficult 
that is difficult protecting can shield me from these things. The Juno star's recounting of the alleged verbal assault and threats come in the wake of another story he recently shared in his upcoming memoir, Page Boy, about when a famous a-hole told him being gay doesn't exist. He said uh, a high-profile celebrity, an unnamed A-list actor, told him he was going to F F her, really, at that point. F her to me. He realized you aren't gay at a birthday party in L.A. shortly after coming out. Is that the story of of that dude who killed himself? Was that the dude going around saying... Oh, no, that's the guy who showed groomers. He purposely did not name the accused high-profile celebrity, but said they would hear it and know it's him. The actor added another celebrity who he describes as an acquaintance insisted, you aren't gay, that doesn't exist, you're just afraid of men. Uh, oh, my And then goodness. the memoir also shares the details of the secret relationship with closeted female co-star Ryan and a romance with Kate Mara while dating Max Minghella. This was right after I'd come out as gay, and it was a time of exploration and also heartbreak, the Oscar-nominated actor wrote. What a shallow person. <laughs> really it's just like and so I made out with Hammond and, and, and somebody came after me and then I went with her and yeah they, Trish they, 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 in the chat says let me guess rope around her neck and a subway sandwich in her hand I mean I tend to think maybe something happened here but I lean towards less a transphobic attack and more a California dystopian homeless encampment attack thoughts I don't I have no reason to believe. I default to they're lying from now on when people <laughs> say that they were attacked because it's Pride Month. My book's coming out, and you yeah, need it's to- weird that you would be attacked the same week your book comes out. Because I didn't know Elliot Page had a book coming out until the story about the attack happened. Did you? No. <laughs> so no. it's called Page Boy. Well, I'll be interested to see the video of this attack. The security camera footage from yeah, the pink dot convenience store. Yeah, should be a lot of it. What's the hot sauce house? And the hot sauce is a Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. Do we forget anything? Oh, I have one more thing I want to hit quickly. It's not um, like big news, but I just thought it was um, an interesting anecdote of like people on Twitter who say stuff. He's a television critic at Variety, uh, Daniel D'Addario. Um. And so, and and just, you know, fits in with what we were talking about, how, like, people, you can, like, feel the disdain coming off these people looking down on, you know, things that the common people like. So this is a TV critic at Variety. He writes, stipulated. So, first of all, if you just start a tweet with stipulated, (laughs) and then a colon to indicate that what you're stipulating something that's coming next stipulated succession is less widely viewed than young sheldon and yet gets more press okay what exactly would you like granular coverage of young sheldon to look like what ideas themes and aesthetic choices on young sheldon deserve to be unpacked at length stipulated stipulated succession is less widely viewed than young sheldon and yet gets more press so he's stipulating so that wait a to second. start his Who point. exactly is the victim here? So he's saying, he's a television critic, and he's yes. saying that people say to him stuff like, more people watch Young Sheldon <laughs> than watch Succession. And yet okay. everybody, all the TV critics, all the important media people, write about and talk about Succession incessantly and never talk about what happened on Young Sheldon this week. 
And so he says, okay, what exactly would you like granular coverage of young Sheldon to look like? What ideas, themes, and aesthetic choices on young Sheldon deserve to be unpacked at length? What an asshole. <laughs> My goodness. This is a, why are we... Why Maybe are the, the ideas and themes in succession also don't deserve to be unpacked why are we, at length. Why are TV critics a thing anymore? <laughs> Because we need people like him to tell us what to like and why Succession is so much better and more important than Young Stipulated. Sheldon. You dumb ugh. people do watch Young Sheldon a lot. It's true. Stipulated. More have, morons me, watch I Young Sheldon. Dealt, I have dealt with the professional critic set. And <laughs> the self-importance man is unequaled by any other profession. Any other profession. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe it's because deep down they know they're not actually creating or producing anything in the world. Stipulated. Stipulated. All right. All right. Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. We've got two messages. Okay. It's a great rundown yesterday. Okay, let's go. This is from DB Milk. Are you familiar? Oh, Danny and Milk, maybe? Danny and on the topic of milk, I would say. Oh, ooh. shot. We were young talking Sheldon. about Young Sheldon. Yep, Sally Shattuck is a big fan of Young Sheldon. Mm -hmm. She's going to... St where are you going to? Um, either MIT or Caltech. MIT or Cal Caltech. For astronomy. Oh, for what? Astronomy? <laughs> That's space? Yeah. Astrology is like zodiac signs, but astronomy. What does that pay? Space? It can pay. If she gets a job working for Elon Musk's Mars mission, then working you in space adept could. At this? What? Do you? Uh, are you good at this stuff? At maths? Yeah, I'm good at math and science. Oh. I don't know how. But you're a girl. Moons. Girls can't be good at math. And I know how many moons each of the planets in our solar system have. Ah, stipulated. And I'm gonna join like the Marines or something, so I can go for college, do college for free. I am insulted that you think your parents don't have enough money to pay for it. <laughs> but they don't. Yeah. Very well, good. maybe okay, join a... the armed forces. If Ron DeSantis is president, then yes. you can join the armed forces. Yes. Don't they join a Biden's president. The Marines, by the way. There's no reason well, to go not... die in Ukraine Actually, for nothing. in the Marines, by the time you're going, everybody's going to... There's not going to be push-ups anymore. No, there's, no, there's not going to be push-ups anymore. There's going to be a lot of uh, nose rings, though, probably. There you go. There's a, a, a strong endorsement for young Sheldon from Sally Shattuck. My, what happened to your HVAC? I don't know. It's like it. It's just. <laughs> it's like it did a. It passed the baton from that to the air conditioner. No, oh, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> Why is the AC on today? I don't know. I have it set to a number. And when it goes above that number in this area off. of the I, I house. I thought I turned it off. I turned it on the other day because your son was going to be broiled alive in his <laughs> attic bedroom. <laughs> My son actually asked me this morning, Daddy, why do you like milk? All right. So I think he's a Tom Shattuck plant because mm -hmm. I am firmly in the camp of Ms. Alice and Tim from Canton. Mm -hmm. I'm a big mm -hmm. milk fan. That's Milk weird. is great. Mm. That's we. That did you buy milk? Like I asked. You I did. To I got today. a gallon. Oh god, yeah. We go through it quick in this house. That is weird, especially for adult <laughs> men. Those are the kind of guys that go to Disney alone. No offense to anybody listening who goes to Disney alone. I love milk. Yeah, that nothing is... like when we have taco night. Nothing helps prevent you from getting heartburn and helps wash the tacos down better than a giant glass of milk. I drink like three glasses of milk when we have tacos. 
I mean, you're obviously damaged goods coming in, so <laughs> so I understand that you your milk is like part of a childhood before the dark times or something, and I, I get it. But Danny and Tim, guys, for frig's sake, you're men. Milk. Gah. Ridiculous. You know, I know it's considered strange. We're the only mammals that drank other mammals' milk. That's because and... we're the best. Well, I mean, the, I, I also loved milk until I became, like, in, in my mid-20s. I, I used to kill a Hershey's quick when we when I was in my early 20s and hungover. Uh, Hershey's, Nestle Quick, uh, chocolate mm-hmm. milk. A 40-year-old man having a tall, cold glass of milk <laughs> when he gets home from work may be considered weird. No, most maps I know actually <laughs> drink a lot of milk. There's, no, there's nothing. I don't really care, though. I find it refreshing for some reasons. Okay. You know, at least he's defending his milk drinking. Doesn't mm-hmm. care. It brings him joy. I just don't think adult men should be drinking milk. <laughs> I like one in the morning, at night, a little <laughs> snack. Uh, actually, my favorite combination, and I bonded with our friend Craig at Coney over this. Danny, right now, is I think? Probably, well, he's talking mm-hmm. right now while holding in the right hand a sawed-off shotgun, <laughs> wearing a leather zipper mask, and his left hand is a big glass of milk. <laughs> Craig at Coney's also a milk drinker. <laughs> Uh, actually, my Craig Oconee is milk. Craig is armed to the teeth. He's got like sixty-seven sidearms. Once again, there we go. <laughs> Leather zipper mask, shotgun, sawed off, milk. Favorite combination. I bonded with our friend Craig Oconee over this. First time we ever chatted. Nice tall glass of cold milk with a couple pieces of pizza. Mm. <sighs> a little fire and ice combination. Mm, that's like what I was saying about the tacos. Beer. I understand that the, the milk tempers the cream, tempers the heat, but why it's wasting precious? And we should have this in the All You Can Eat pod. To be yeah, this should be an All You Can Eat podcast discussion. Yeah. So we'll just we'll try to unearth this for tomorrow. We're going to record a All You Can Eat podcast tomorrow morning. So we'll try to unearth this too. Mm-hmm. It's like, why a lot you, of mayo discussion. If you're too whacking on Twitter, out pizza, yeah. and this is Danny, this is the, the the problem I have. If you're whacking out pizza. You feel it's a waste of stomach space. Of course, it's a waste of stomach space. Why are you doing that? Putting milk in there. I have comments on this, including our uh, five-year-old's input on how to create more room in your stomach if you get full. Mm-hmm. He has a he has his own. He's already he's five years old and has his own food hacks. He's also already. about a buck eighty. Ginger ale, something like that. I find that uh, those work together very well. So, Tom, we'll let you have your mayo fetish. Uh, I'm gonna. Stand firmly in the camp of hashtag team milk. Mm-hmm. Adult men should not be using adult men. There's a few things adult men should not have. Can you name two others? Are they all food? No. Type thing. The two other things are accessories. Purses. Well, comes out saying, but come on. <laughs> Fanny pack. No, Alice. Um. Give you a hint. It's been raining for four days. An umbrella. Umbrellas. Adult men and rolling luggage. Rolling luggage. That is correct. I believe the word you're looking for to describe cleaning your ears with a Q-tip or taking a scalding hot shower Ooh. is orgasmic because Ooh. it truly is, especially with the ear cleaning. Oh, so awesome. It- Tim and I do. Tim and I have all the same opinions. <laughs> like, what is going on? That is a good point. I, I, so I think that the actual, but but I don't think the ear cleaning. I think that is kind of similar to what I said to you in, at the time, too. Have you Because had... I was like, cleaning your ears is like almost better than sex, actually. 
Oh, that's what you said, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. is the it sensation, just feels really good? Is the sensation yeah. similar? No, not not similar. It just it just feels really good to clean your ears. I don't know what else to say about it. It's not like a sexual fetish, so, but but, but, but I, it feels good. You mean with the Q-tip? Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I would. Some say people that... put a little alcohol on the Q-tip. Really? I know. Because but... then it feels cold in your ear as it. Um... Okay, Alice. This is okay. this is a fetish. <laughs> it's not a fetish. Yeah, it is. My <laughs> thing with the with the scalding hot shower, it's hitting poison ivy is the key. That's what it is. Okay. But yeah, so okay. Trish so wants this to is... know if it's okay for adult men to wear sandals. Never. Adult men should never show their toes. Ever. Which is why you wear socks with your sandals like any self-respecting dad in a lawnmower. Well, sure. I'm, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't wear sandals. I, I There might be a pair. I don't I don't wear sandals. Um, I've, I've worn those ones that cover the foot. I, I don't mm-hmm. have them. No man should ever show their feet. Should ever show their feet. Yeah. Holy. You don't do like a flip flop. Oh, do... my God. No, you've done the sandals. Yeah. That like it covers your whole foot that but, said but you I've, do wear socks with them typically we don't have to see your toes generally speaking do i have do i have those you do, oh, I do. You I have, um, sandals i have um i have crocs no but you used to have those brown sandals that covered the toes yeah right yeah Where it's like a little basket that's all around you yeah foot. it looks stupid but it's but it's it's much better but i will tell you one thing about men who do wear sandals mm-hmm. men who do wear sandals are usually although it's not acceptable, and it's disgusting and horrible. <laughs> um, men who do wear sandals are usually very good with the grill. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of fun people who wear sandals. Men. I, I'm not, there's a difference between fun and being good at grilling. Well, yeah, but like being good at grilling. So, in other words, the disgrace that is a sandal <laughs> can be offset by, by the fact that they're a master of the. I bet you that Danny does that too. If he drinks milk, then he's <laughs> definitely a sandal wearer and good at the grill because he got us those fork things. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Like by the to- way, by the way, we've been doing this 784 episodes, whatever it is. Trisha also wants to know why Crocs are okay. Um, They're utilitarian. That's pretty much it. I, I, what was the reason I got them exactly? Because the kids had them? The kids had them. And you don't like the kids to have anything? No, no, no. Have? No, no, no. I, I, I think there was this... A situation where moccasins wouldn't do. I no longer have those foot-covering sandals, and I needed something that could get wet. Maybe that's mm-hmm. it's got to that's got to be it. I, I know there was a reason for it. I don't think that they're that they look good. They're not especially <laughs> comfortable, and they're they're a disgrace too they're, to some degree. But uh, yeah, for, for for you don't really dress for fashion necessarily most of the time. Yeah, no, all, except for my high quality golf Travis Matthews yeah. like Travis Matthews stuff that's that's my fashion mm-hmm. and I look good good at church don't you think you do you look great um yes I was I was about to yell at you before you change the subject because you gave me a one-word answer mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you gave me an answer <laughs> mm-hmm. I forget it now I'm gonna have to catch you with something else and and, and reprimand you for that <sighs> thank you so much for you listening have a very everybody nice and feminine exhale thanks you have a nice voice, too. Thank You're very you. feminine and kind of, uh, whatever. I'll, I'll take this <laughs> off mine. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, appreciate you. Um, come listen to the All You Can Eat pod, too. If you like this, you'll probably like that, too, I would assume. Um, 
And that is at all you can eat pod on Twitter. Go to burnbarrelpodcast.com for all the places to listen to this show. If you want to watch in a live stream or get some extra content each week, that's at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. But of course, for free everywhere else. Enjoy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.